Hello everyone, this is Kathy Gostaspi and welcome to the Kathy G Podcast. This one in particular is for women lawyers who are out there making a difference. And I do this podcast for several reasons. One, because I want us all to know how great we are and to bring that greatness really through our brand, through who we are to the population and to know that we're not alone. I mean, I have days where my brand is shiny and beautiful and other days where it's not. And until we talk about it in a setting where we feel safe and secure, we're really not going to know that we're not alone. We have support and the difference we can make out in the community as a lawyer, but really as a woman and as a professional. So what has got me super alarmed, ladies, women lawyers out there, or the people that are listening who are supporting women lawyers, that could be their spouses, their friends, their colleagues, anyone, there was a recent survey result from the D.C. Bar, Washington, D.C. Bar, combined with the California Lawyers Association. They were curious about what's going on with lawyers as we're rounding out the pandemic, fingers crossed, that's our hope anyway. And the results were startling. The focus was really on women lawyers. And the headline of the email about the survey results was really startling. It had to do with women's mental health. And the long and short of it is they found there were a lot of women lawyers that responded to this anonymous survey, key being anonymous, that said they're drinking a lot, consuming a lot of alcohol. And had mental health issues. Not a pretty picture. Is this something new? Not necessarily. Most bars, for those of you who are familiar, uh, bars isn't not drinking bars. Bars isn't legal. Bar associations or the legal bars of various states require or have some kind of, um, what do we want to call it in general terms, um, substance abuse requirement. I know the bars that I belong to certainly do as a securities lawyer. Um, Doesn't matter what kind of lawyer you are though, but it depends on the state. So I'm a member of the Indiana bar and I'm also a member of the DC bar. So this is not anything new. Substance abuse is an issue for all professions, for all people, right? It is a human challenge. However, today I want to talk to you about what we can do as women lawyers about this. I am alarmed. Frankly, I don't understand why more people aren't alarmed pandemic is hopefully coming to a slow screeching halt but here's the deal we all have to go out there and this is the one chance we have to restart the world is restarting fresh when was the last time in my lifetime or in your lifetime this has happened so we get to start off with a fresh face with putting our best foot forward and we get to hit the restart button so I want this to happen for women lawyers in a good way in a way where they shine and um, I want everyone to support us frankly why because we're the mothers we're the daughters we're the caretakers we were the zoom teachers plus trying to bill and build a practice that was worthy of how brilliant and how talented and how multifaceted we are. So I had a client most recently say to me, you know, I didn't realize I had a branding problem. And she's a professional woman. She said, I didn't realize I had a branding problem until I got to working with you, Katie. And I knew I didn't want the extra attention. And I felt that the need to call this extra attention to myself really felt inauthentic and fake. And why couldn't I just be me, a professional? 
And she said, though, the more I looked at this, the more I realized I have a serious branding problem. And she says, here was the issue that she was spreading herself out too thin. She was not saying no to enough things. And her expertise as a result had gotten scattered and she had lost her focus. Okay. So she'd become too co-opted, as she said, in so many different ways that her brand was diluted. And what was the result of that? She was stressed under time pressure to deliver too much. She's got kids. She's got this thriving career. When you lose focus, you lose everything though, right? And you no longer know who you are. So of course your brand is going to become diluted and it's going to be spread too thin. And you know, this happened as a result of COVID, as a result of anything that could happen, but it certainly happened for her. So you have to go back inwards, my friends, my women lawyer friends, and you have to stop and say, what do I want my professional brand to be? What do I want to return to is my roots of that professional brand. It's not just about saying you're a lawyer or you're a litigator and sitting there and writing demand letters all day long, demand letters that don't mean much to you. Yes, everyone deserves their defense. Everyone deserves to be represented by a lawyer. I'm all for that. That's why I became a lawyer because fair representation and equal representation is important. But when you're sitting there writing demand letters all day long because it brings in a quick profit, but you're really not sure you're for the win here and that it makes much sense to defend your client, then you're really not making a difference as a lawyer. I'd rather you have you do something else, frankly. But that's part of the reason why we spread our brand out too thin, okay? So where are you showing up? What are you doing? How do we bring clarity and consistency to your brand? And that brings up the idea of stepping outside of your comfort zone, okay? Uh, I just recently did a post about one of my clients who was in academia, high, high up in academia, and she was asked to make videos. And she thought to herself, I don't know how to make videos. I'm, you know, very high up in academia. But she said she did it anyway. And she had a really good time doing it because it made a difference. And because here's the deal, she chose to bump up against her comfort zone and trust the professionals around her that were saying, hey, so-and-so, you'd be really good at making these videos. And hey, so-and-so, don't worry, we're professionals. We make videos all day long. We got you covered. And she said, when I decided to have faith and trust these people who were telling me I could do this, then I could really do anything. And I did. And she said, you know what? I had fun. I tried something new. I found out I was good at something new. And yes, at first, bumping up against my comfort zone was difficult and challenging, but I did it. And I'm proud of myself. So that's what I'm asking you to do, ladies. What is that one activity that you could take on that would not dilute your brand, but would bring you back into focus and clarity around your brand? And could that activity actually bring you outside of your comfort zone in a good way? I know what some of you are saying, oh, please, Katie, save it. We've been through heck and back through this pandemic. Talk about stepping outside of our comfort zone and having extra activities. I don't need you to pile one more activity on my plate and tell me to step outside my comfort zone. Forget it. I totally hear you. I am there with you. I have I understand the pressures, frankly, I feel the pressures myself. However, when you focus with intention on that activity and stepping outside of your comfort zone, it feels very different. I promise you that. Why? 
because it's not foisted on you by the world and it's not outside of your control. Pandemic foisted on us outside of our control. Staying home with the kids and doing Zoom school while you're trying to build and build a legal practice and manage people and be a great wife and get to sleep on time and lose weight and eat right, all those things. Those all felt out of our control. What I'm asking you to do is, as we're going into a new world, very different world, putting your best foot forward, stop with intention. Take five minutes on a Sunday and stop and think, hey, what do I want to do? What is that one thing that could be fun if I chose to see it differently and that would bump up against my comfort zone because I'm going to trust Katie when she says those kind of activities, small ones even, make me a dynamic brand and it brings me clarity and consistency and makes me focus. And actually, at the end of the day, if you believe me and just trust me or look around and trust those who are doing it, it's going to save you time and stress. So then you can share your brand, the message, have your audience trust you, have faith in your work. And guess what? You're going to be able to spend more time at home on personal issues, having fun with your family, not work as much on the weekends, not work as late at night, and actually do something you enjoy while you're practicing trying on something new and stepping out of your comfort zone. If you don't believe this is possible, I want you to just try it on, okay? Just ask around at least. Read the blog post that I have with my client. It's a video. You can watch the video where she did it, right? So, Here's the deal. I have a feeling that you're not like most other lawyers, or maybe you are like other lawyers, because I don't believe that all of us lawyers are looking for just a paycheck. I believe we all want to be happy and fulfilled in our careers and spend more time in our personal life and spend the hard-earned money we make on something fun for us, a vacation, something that makes us feel good. You're trying to figure out what you should do next with your life. And it's tough. I get it. Sometimes we feel lost, like we're not sure who we are anymore. And I would love to help you find that clarity that you need. If you're ready for it, take my personal brand quiz. Find out where your strengths are, where you're not stacking up as well, your brand next to other lawyers. And take that quiz. It's free. Figure this out for yourself and drop me a line. Let me know how things are going. And if I can be of service at all, please let me know. And I hope you enjoy listening to this podcast and you'll share it with other people. And until next time, catch you G out.